This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories in logic. My God. <laughs> You're so, this is so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hole. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Oh! The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how the heck are you today, bud? Oh, Cole, it is time. I decided to go right into it with the with the intro music as I started talking. It's like, you know, I like fanfare. I like pomp and, pomp and circumstance, and I'm sure that song will come up once or twice uh, in this conversation, uh, given who uh, we drafted. And who yep. main evented WrestleMania? But I'm doing great. There's blood in the water. It's two, it's part two of of uh, our draft, our WrestleMania event draft. But uh, I'm doing swimmingly. I think I said that before the call actually started recording. But uh, uh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm not great. Little under the weather today. We at my house have picked up the uh, stomach bug or food poisoning of some description. So me and two of my daughters have been fighting each other for uh, restrooms over the last, uh, I don't know, 36 hours or so. But I'm feeling a little better today. Now I've just got aches and pains all over. I'm very dehydrated. So lots of Pedialyte in my future today, uh, trying to get back to work tomorrow. And uh, at least I did this before my birthday, and I wasn't this miserable on my birthday. I mean, so... Well, I mean, so what you're saying is it's a very shitty situation at the Dawson house today. Yeah, when you said there's blood in the water, I thought you were looking in my toilet or... Oh, <laughs> st- stool humor. Oh, man. Well, you know, you guys shouldn't fight over the bathroom. You guys should just go at the same time. Just cross butts. Yes, cross the streams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've had food poisoning. You know, a, a, a shitty situation, a number two could be a stream. That is correct. It is definitely full faucet butt over here at the Dawson house. So speaking uh, of shitty streams, of... <laughs> I was going to say, I can't think of a better segue to bring in our guest today. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't my transition for that. No, I was going to talk about our potential cards that we drafted. <laughs> That's oh, the... correct. Cause we do have an omission that we need to address. Oh, and this is a good one too, because it's a, it's a hot take. It's a hot take and a hot topic of conversation between me and Cole only behind the scenes. Cause Cole doesn't have the balls to share his opinion online. Uh, but, uh, WrestleMania 36, the big pandemic WrestleMania night one was headlined by the undertaker and our glaring omission today or last week, rather AJ Styles did not make the cut. And I feel a little bad about that. And, uh, it, it just, you know, for me personally, it's a very forgettable WrestleMania. You know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people liked it because it was the only hot girl on, in the bar because nothing else was right, on. Right, right. Nothing uh, else was happening. There were no sports going on at the time. So, yeah, so and, more, more but, power to them for WWE once again, you know, you know, getting their getting their bearings together, being the first media outlet to do so in such a trying time and uh, giving us WrestleMania. But, you know, there's a reason why this WrestleMania ain't in the highlights <laughs> at all, uh, these last two WrestleMania shows. And, you know, there's a lot of good stuff on it, but quite forgettable for me. I've only seen the event once. 
and uh, for good reason. But man, AJ Styles main evented a night at WrestleMania and didn't make the cut. But dare I say, Cole, with the booking of Mr. Styles the last couple years, I think right. he might have been for. I think he might have been forgotten on my side anyway. Right, and I, yeah, I know that uh, you ignore that mania. For me, I think it uh, was probably the best mania since thirty. Uh, when it happened, and now the last two manias, I got to say, I mean, they're on a tear right now. That's, that's yeah, so 36, 38, 39 have been phenomenal. Um, I And, and I you know, I, it was phenomenal for me because, it was, you know, watching the opening match or two on uh, WrestleMania that year was a little weird because there's no crowd, there's no audience noise. So, you know, it, it at first it's there, but as we watched, I was able to just forget that and get into it and, since, you know, we did a lot of wrestling at wrestling school with no crowd and no, you could still judge a match. And I, I really think it's one of the better manias. It's probably in my top 10 of manias of all time, match quality wise. But yes, the crowd not being there means there's not going to be a lot of highlights on future WrestleMania packages. So I understand why it's not uh, your favorite, but I, I nor anyone else's. Great. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, you know it's not my favorite for sure, but I, I mean it's definitely in my top ten. Mm. I mean, uh, for me, there's no arguing that it the the quality of the show was the best thing WWE had done in probably two or three years at that point. And I think you're you're holding it hostage because of the uh, tomfoolery they did after that, like at Money in the Bank and the. Uh, eye for an eye match and like the silly nonsense that COVID wrestling brought us football fuckery with AEW, all that kind of, you know, silly nonsense. It's, yep. going it's the to uncle that touched back, me yeah. when I was five. I don't talk about yeah. the uncle that touched me while I was five, <laughs> nor do I talk about the pandemic WrestleMania. It was a good effort. Yeah. Solid try guys. Here's your participation trophy. Now let's get to the good shit. All right. So well, speaking of the good shit, speaking have... of good shit, <laughs> <laughs> We have one of our favorite guests back with us today. Uh, you know, we we're working on a I don't know, probably twenty five year uh, friendship here, and uh, it's always great to catch up with with our guest here. And you guys will remember him from the greatest Canadian wrestler of all time bracket, where he made sure that Santino fucking Morella made it to the final four, the Canadian wrestler bracket. So Dave. The Tiger Man Smith, welcome to the show. What's going on, Cole? What's going on, Ryan? It's uh, it's been a while. Yes, yes sir, absolutely. it has. We're really excited for this because, I mean, uh, you you definitely got the assignment when we did. <laughs> you understood the, the you understood the show right away. We're not being super serious, and we like to have fun. And it's a lot more fun if you uh, pick at one of us than. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and I love the fact that you guys you guys know who I am. You accept me for who I am, and you give me a job based on who I am, and that's judging you guys today because yes, I've judged you guys for the past 25 years. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Steve. <laughs> very, very fairly, too. <clears throat> yeah, and just before we get started, you know, a little shout-out to Dave here. Dave was uh, one of the main humans that – was in the ring at the start for us, showing us how to do stuff, you know, without injuring each other. And, uh, you know, none of this would be possible without Dave's contribution to our little wrestling adventure either. So let's just start it off with a nice little shout out to Dave and a thank you. And then, uh, yeah, let's uh, 
you guys ready to get this this you know ex I'm so sick. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. You guys ready to start this bitch? <laughs> I'm absolutely ready to start this bitch. And for those of you at home that weren't here last week, me and Cole, we're doing another draft, and we are drafting 20 people. We drafted 20 people on our cards, and the theme for this draft is WrestleMania main eventers. Now, if you if you headlined a night of WrestleMania, you made the cut, you were available for our rosters, and me and Cole really in cutthroat fashion – drafted our 20 wrestlers we have a super group of a roster and we are made and we made eight matches out of these rosters and we are ready to present this card to dave i like my card cole i'm pretty sure you had a very daunting task on ordering these matches because yes. in <laughs> in a roster of main adventures only who the hell goes on last <laughs> yes well that that was pretty easy for me once i got the group who goes on last but Opening this thing was uh, a, a little bit of a challenge. Like the the first four matches on this were way more difficult to order than uh, you know the back half. And then like you blew up my card when you drafted at Lawrence Taylor and uh, ruined my plans. And so Spoilers. I had to reshuffle. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to reshuffle. But I'm ready to get going. Uh, Dave, do you have any questions before we get this underway? I, I just can't wait for your uh, your match of Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan, Cole. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair Rick never Flair. main evented a WrestleMania, so therefore he is not on the board today. This, this, must, this must be heartbreaking for you. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, Hogan and Flair, we we uh, you know we talked about WrestleMania eight ad nauseum on the pod and, and you know it's one of the biggest travesties in the history of forever but we got some pretty damn good uh rick flair hogan matches in wcw so it's not like we completely missed out on the dream match so i don't feel too bad about it i mean another odd fact as far as wrestling main eventers go is that mick foley main evented as mick foley and not one of the other three faces right crazy crazy so, Ron, would you like to go first? Sure, why not? I, I okay. can go first. For Ron's wrestling card out of the WrestleMania main eventers, I went with something, you know, me and Cole like to start out hot. And I feel like, you know, a, uh, an asterisk for this one is because I'm starting out hot, but I'm going with two heavyweight wrestlers who Ooh. have the ability to start out hot. And you'll know once I read out these names, my opening match for my super card is... Kevin Owens versus Bam Bam Bigelow. That is certainly a match. It is a match. That's it is a, a match, match with a yeah, ring. I love it. I love it. Uh, I also uh, started mine off with a heavyweight spectacular. Ooh. I'm kicking off my super card with what I'm calling the big meaty men slapping meat money in the bank ladder match. And this match features... Six men, the big show, Sid Justice, Psycho Sid, Sergeant Slaughter, King Kong Bundy in a ladder match, baby, Batista, and Brock Lesnar. Six way for the money in the bank title. <laughs> also known as Holy Shit, This Is Who I Have Left match. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I drafted this on purpose. I was hoping for LT instead of Brock to be the sixth man, but uh, you stole it from me. So I'm opening right up with a gigantic super heavyweight uh, ladder match. So, Dave, what do you think of these two matches? Okay, I, I have a question. It, yeah. you, you said Sid Justice and Psycho Sid. Like, 
separate or just psycho no it's the same guy oh, okay. whatever I you want to like, call him i was like yeah. i don't know if this is how that happens cool <laughs> no i didn't get to i didn't get to draft him twice you gotta pick hey, one I, I i'm sorry but uh cole your your match sounds pretty horrible man i gotta go with Ron. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think brock lesnar could have a good ladder match money in the bank i think it would be amazing i, I think brock but... lesnar would do great I think you'd have Sid Justice sitting in a corner with a broken ankle again. <laughs> like, no, nah, he on, wouldn't man. show up. He's at, he's at softball practice. Yeah, softball. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, all Ron right. definitely gets that match, man. I'm sorry. All right. That's all right. Match well, number two. Well, Cole, it's so funny. You and I are super synced up because I also as have a who's left money in the bank match. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm and I'm willing to admit that this was not calculated at all. This was literally literally a who's left. But you know what? It's funny because when you say who's left, all these names are freaking worth it. They're worth money. And they uh quite a bit have uh, experience in the match too. Definitely do not. And it's quite funny that you said that I stole one of your guys for your <laughs> money in the bank ladder match cuz I exactly put him in this match. And this match, match number 2. The, we're just going to call it the Money in the Bank ladder match. And it's going to be Sami Zayn versus Edge versus Seth Rollins versus the Ultimate Warrior versus Lawrence Taylor. It's a special five-way spectacular ladder match with people that can actually climb this ladder. Uh, brass ring-wise or actual ladders. Uh, I'm going football player. Seth Rollins, Edge, Sami Zayn, Ultimate Warrior, in a clusterfuck for the ages. Cole, how would you compare this match with your Money in the Bank ladder match? Um, I feel like anything with the Ultimate Warrior involved is going to be uh, fantastic, can't-miss television. Especially Warrior in a ladder match where he has to work with four other guys. <laughs> That's going to be a clusterfuck of epic proportions when they try to put that thing together. And you know he's not taking any damn bumps. So, might be the first ladder squash match we've ever seen. <laughs> I want to see Warrior and Lawrence Taylor go over spots. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. Well, my second match, I've got the future of pro wrestling, Bianca Belair taking on Charlotte Flair, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Dave, what do you think about this <laughs> I, I loved how you, how you held out for a pop on that one, Cole. That never came. No, I was just you know Good. leaving it but, open for you aw, to jump on it. Aw. But um, you know, I would love to see that match. Um, but I would love to see fucking Warrior Man <laughs> in a Money in the Bank match. Come on, man! Like, like Ron. Rod, Rod booked magic there, man. Like, that, 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 it's that. funny. I really didn't. That's really I really did. I, I accused I accused Cole of of uh, booking who's left in his money in the bank ladder match, and that's exactly what I did. But but see, like like you you're like Sami Zayn, and then you're like Seth Rollins. I was like, you know what? This 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 has a, a chance to mix well with like the older generations. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this could be like a great fucking match. You know what I mean? And then you're like Ultimate Warrior, Lawrence Taylor, and I was like, this is a great fucking match. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. Oh, so Ron, oh. you won this round, buddy. 
All oh right, 2-0 to Ron. Two See, I put that Ron. in the match two column because I thought that was a for sure loss for me. I, I don't well, know. It, it, to me, that's magic. But, like, like what what looks good on paper, and you know this, what looks good on paper in wrestling isn't always good in the ring. <laughs> it's not. It, I lived it, my career that way. <laughs> oh, Ron, you're you're amazing. We, we, we've had some good matches. Where well, I threw yeah. chairs at your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it was out of love. It was out of love and growth and and I wouldn't take those moments back. Me either. <laughs> Me either. Absolutely. That's not. You can't says I, most of them. Nothing says <laughs> Exactly. Nothing says I love you like not remembering a chair being flown at your head. All right. Match number three. Match number three. Okay, so I went with a little family affair for my match number three with a little bit of a twist because quite possibly both teams, I guess, question mark, teams, uh, maybe weigh the same. So on one corner, I got Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, looking to topple and dethrone and destroy their cousin. Yokozuna in a special family affair handicap match, ladies and gentlemen. Match number three. <coughs> I don't hate that at all. Uh, that, w- that would be a fun handicap match there with Yoko, and uh, I imagine he'd have his working boots on if he's working with family, so that could be a fun adventure, but... He wrestles barefoot, feel- Cole. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I have... That, that's the tagline of that match. He wrestles barefoot. <laughs> I feel like I have a sneaky match of the night uh, possibility here, possibly with the best promos and build up leading up to this match. I've got one Chris Jericho taking on Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Ooh. See now that, that we've been all playing around and having fun with, you know, these few yeah. matches, but I this is one of those time machine matches that would be fantastic. Uh, I Absolutely. would love to see Chris Jericho versus Paul versus Paul Orndorff. Um, yeah, but like, well, then, no, this is interesting. Who do you place who where? Does Paul Orndorff come to like? Uh, uh, does Paul Orndorff come to two thousand two where Chris Jericho made a match at WrestleMania, <laughs> or do we plop two thousand two Chris Jericho into nineteen eighty five? I think I think we need. Uh, I mean, definitely we have to have two thousand two Chris Jericho for the promos alone and the athleticism. But I think I'd like to see a little bit more modern style match with Paul Orndorff because, like, his string of matches in 1991 through 93, as you know, in WCW as the television champion, still to this day is one of the biggest things that's influenced my wrestling <laughs> fandom. So, like, I'd like a little bit more updated uh, Paul Orndorff, but uh, yeah, so probably probably more modern. Well, sweet, solid match threes. We go to our judge. Uh, as, as much as this pains me to say it, minus his AEW work, I love Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? Right. Even some of his uh, his AEW stuff was good. You know what I mean? But you know that that era Jericho and WrestleMania versus Paul Orndorff has to take it, man. Like like that that's a match I would love to see. Um, I would not want to see it in 1985 because we all know what would happen to Jericho in 1985. Yeah, that's true. It'd be like, a quick squash match. Guys. Yeah, I, I would love to, you know, have like Cole's vision of like the 91, 90s, you know, where where the 
the smaller guys were getting more credit. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, we had the, the Michaels coming up. We had the heart. You know what I mean? Where he would like, they would actually give him a chance, you know? So, so under that, uh, Cole gets this round. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Well, match number four. Well, for match number four, uh, this is covered in modern times as far as storyline goes. And this was definitely one of those, uh, these two guys that I picked. It just, the, the story writes itself, and these two both have headlined WrestleMania. One just got his first one in a very classic story upbringing, but the rug, w- the rug was pulled out from underneath us. And, you know, that could also play a factor in the storyline, too. But I got the sitter of the throne, the holder of the sledgehammer, the one that pretty much sp- prompted our rule to we have to use everybody on our list. <laughs> Uh, because he, the poor guy just never <coughs> never made the cut every time we drafted him. But I'm going with the game, the King of Kings, Triple H, taking on the chip on his shoulder himself, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Oh, see this this one this is one of the few matchups so far where I don't have a way that I'm leaning because I think that's great. I think with you know if they can talk about. Cody, you know, breaking the throne with the sledgehammer and the whole deal, and they talk about the chip on his shoulder. This could be a great buildup. However, on my side, I've got John Cena taking on, like, in his full prime with Virgil and Andre the Giant at his, you know, beck and call. We've got John Cena versus the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Ooh. See, now, which WrestleMania main event John Cena do we have here? Because Thugonomics John Cena with the bling and all the stuff taking on Teddy Biasi with the bling around his waist uh, is that's you know for dare I say that's money. Yeah, well we'll go with that then. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I'm, help, I'm helping you out, Cole. <coughs> Dave. See, I I would like to see UPW prototype John Cena in that match. Ooh. No, uh, I'm kidding. That that was bad. That was bad. Um. <sighs> Man, I, I love Cole's matchup there. I, I just don't see how that would end good for anyone. You know what I mean? Like, it, it could, like, catapult Cody Rhodes way up, but I don't think that's how they would book it. I, I think they would have, you know, Triple H go over him, and it would just not be a good outcome, in my opinion. Uh, John Cena versus Million Dollar Man. I, I I love the gimmick, man. Uh, I I had to go with Cole on that one. All right, two to two. <clears throat> Moving on to match number five. Right? Well, match number five, and you know this could be a toss-up the way uh, Dave is picking, but I went with something very very intriguing here. And when I had these two people on my roster, I was like, you know what? Should I pull the trigger and make this the semi-main event because Ron would do so, or should I put this in popcorn match? material but you know what i don't think anyone's going to get any sort of refreshment or food when this match goes on because i pity the fool who misses this match i'm going with mr t taking on ronda rousey ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yes she has a shot she has a few shots she has a few punches up her sleeve clubber legs going down to ron d3 that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, a Rocky reference. That's going around the table on the wrestling oh. business nowadays. But right now, I'm oh. going full on Mr. T 
versus Ronda Rousey. My cat is in the background going ape shit because she can't wait to see it. Did, wow, did you get that's... express written uh, uh, permission from WWE to book uh, intergenderly? We're, <laughs> that, we're, that's uh, what I want to know. We're putting Ronda Rousey in 1985 where it was kind of okay to hit women. Oh, yeah. They punch Sherry in the face all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I like to go on record that, you know, I'm more worried about T here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a little nervous about this, but I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. I've got, uh, I mean, this is going to be promo class exon- or personified, ladies and gentlemen. The Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper, take it on. Mick Foley in a street Ooh. fight. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having all those flashbacks to uh, the uh, Piper and Gold Dust and you know everything Mick Foley does. I think this would be a slobber knocker, hard hitting, and uh, the story would just be uh, incredible. Piper, I've come here to chew barbed wire and kick ass, and I don't see any ass. Uh, okay, so the, the the only thing that concerns me with your match pool is it's Mick Foley and it's not Mankind. You know what I mean? Right. If it was Mankind, dude, I'd be like, holy... And, and that shows you how much, like, a gimmick, like, fucking, like, makes a match. You know what I mean? Like, it's essentially the same guy, but it would be so much more interesting as Mankind. It just would. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would we'd probably end up going with a cactus jack type thing by the what time this built up to this. But since I'm hamstrung by Mick Foley being the one that main evented WrestleMania 2000, I, you know, so it's beyond my control. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really want to hate Ron's matchup. I really want to fucking hate that. You can't like, like I want to hate that with like the entire essence of my being. Like you don't understand this Ron. Like I hate that fucking match. I know. And, I- I love hate it. And, and, and the I, reason I'm explaining this so in depthly is because you fucking win this round with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that did not work out well for me. When I booked Bold Nakano and uh, Cactus Jack, that did not it work did not, out for me. But, but I think it's because you put it in the semi main spot. You, you, you've learned from your mistakes. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that match would work any spot in the card. Bold Nakano versus. Yeah, cactus. Yeah, yeah. Hard, hardcore, hardcore match. Bold yeah, that, that, cactus. That, that, It'd be great. A little, that's a little in extreme. Japan. Yeah, but it's in Japan. So in Japan, Japan would buy it. <laughs> Japan would yeah. buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe Mr. T and Ronda Rousey just just won that round. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. I I will take any win. I guess. Uh, but transitioning from that potential train wreck to quite possibly, you know. Uh, and with my next three matches, it's basically you could flip a coin on who goes on last. But what I'm doing next is student versus teacher, greatest entertainer versus greatest wrestler. I'm going the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, versus Daniel Bryan. That's a great matchup. It's absolutely. Uh, th- th- that's why, you know, when we drafted, I said, I can almost assure you. That if I had to, personal taste, if I had to spend my money on one of these cards, I know you were going to have the better wrestling card, the better bell-to-bell action card. But I've got so many main eventers here, and this is one of those where it's like, and I didn't know I needed this match in my life until we got here, but I've got 
you know, when I looked at the Macho Man Randy Savage on here, and I started looking at who could have just the absolute best match with him, and it came right down to one, Randy Orton. There was no <laughs> other answer, but Randy Savage versus Randy Orton, I've got it uh, here in my match number six. Oh, I would love to see that too. Dave? <laughs> see, I, I like the Battle of Randys, man. That, that, that sounds... That sounds like something I would love to watch. What era would the the HBK match be, though, Ron? Like, what era would that be? Well, I think you would have to. I I think you would have to put Yes Movement Daniel Bryan in 1998 when Shawn Michaels main evented WrestleMania, just because we need that douchebag Shawn Michaels to, <coughs> you know, go after the lovable Yes Movement kid. Uh, I don't think it works with uh, the second run Shawn Michaels uh, and Daniel Bryan because, you know, the second run Shawn Michaels was everybody loved him. He was the good old Christian boy and squeaky clean. But dare I say, I think Bell to Bell, some of his best work happened on his second run, so you can play with that. But I am a theatrics heel versus face type of uh, wrestling viewer, and I think the heel Shawn Michaels of of the 90s versus the Yes Movement Daniel Bryan would be the money match I'd pay to see. Absolutely. See, like, if you would have answered that it was the the Shawn Michaels coming off of WrestleMania 12 where everyone fucking loved him, <laughs> I I would love to see that. I would. Uh, 98 would be good, but it doesn't outweigh Randy Savage versus Randy Orton, in my Fair. opinion. Beautiful. All right, well, we are three to three going in the final two matches here. Ooh. And, uh, you know, none of that matters because at the end, Dave gets to decide what, however he wants. So, <laughs> the sound of Cole's desperation. <laughs> match number seven. Match number seven is the match, is the main event. Everybody bought tickets to WrestleMania for this year before a match card was even announced because of the possibilities. I have these two on my card. We're going. And we're putting these two together in the semi-main event. You can argue that this could have went, it took the whole show home, and it probably should have. But I, like most of my friends, love Bell to Bell classics for their main events. So I, I made a, I made a last-minute pivot for this. But I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table, taking on the People's Champion, his cousin, Mr. Hollywood himself, The Rock beautiful that's great it go that's as big a spectacle as there is and it's going up against my greatest spectacle match so i've got wrestlemania 3 andre the giant undefeated for 15 years in professional wrestling take it on like a wrestlemania 26 undertaker where he is like 18 and 0 so we've got the streak versus the streak andre the giant versus the undertaker <clears throat> oh, I I love that idea, Cole. I absolutely love it. It it it's the spectacular, man. Like the spectacle. It, it's the gimmick that makes WrestleMania. But so does the Rock. Right. You get that, right? The oh rock. yeah, I'm not mad. The, I the mean, Rock. The, the... It's the Rock. <laughs> the fucking rock man like it, i mean i wouldn't pay money to see the rock but you know a lot of people but would. You, you, you also you also think pandemic wrestlemania is a top 10 yeah it is yeah <laughs> but 
But you you know me, I, I'm not a huge fan of the rocks wrestling. Yeah. I've never been. I'm sorry, it, it it's not there. But you can't ignore that people love him, that he's a draw, right. that he brings people in, that he has that energy. He's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Cole. Do you well, I would I would counter with this. We are twenty. We're shit. Nineteen ninety five. So we are, you know, thirty years since Andre has passed away, and they're still making documentaries about him. They're still uh, selling merchandise. They're still doing stuff. Andre the Giant was also larger than life and you, you a know where time celebrity you know, too. So. You know where else he is in 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 entertainment right now? The Young Rock. Cole. He's in the That's Young true. Rock. Yes. Yes. Like, like a pivotal character on the rock show. Yes, yes, because it's the rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's because Andre, but you know, <laughs> because the, the okay, but it's not called <laughs> Andre featuring Young Rock. It's Young Rock. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, WrestleMania sold a hundred thousand tickets in October because the Rock might show up. It's true. <laughs> no, I I agree. I, I I will. I never will downplay the Rock's uh, appeal to the mass. It sounds like you can't do that. You're so. Fucking downplaying the hell out of it, Cole. Well, I'm just saying, Andre. I you know when you compared Andre and Hogan and Austin are right up there with the Rock as far as crossover celebrity and someone that the whole mm -hmm. world knows. Yeah. Like it, just about anyone. Else, like even Roman Reigns right now. If you like, like we're just walking around the mall asking people, "Hey, who's home, who's Roman Reigns?" They probably wouldn't be able to tell you. But if you asked them who The Rock is or Andre the Giant or Ric Flair, like they would know. But see, out, out of fairness, like Hogan's had a falling out with fans. You know what I mean? Not everyone Somewhat. loves Hogan yeah. anymore. You ask anyone if they love The Rock, they're gonna say, "Yes, we love the fucking Rock." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, but on this side note, Cole, you win this round. Uh, <laughs> uh, he didn't have the oh. balls to stand his ground. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I don't have the balls to stand my ground. It's that. It's okay. It, it, it's the it's Undertaker and Andre the Giant. Yeah. yeah. Gimmick. Two, de man. two dead guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's main event time. Main event four time. Four to three. Main event time. This is my tippy top match that got away, and I think it would be the greatest match ever, technically sound and storyline-wise. I've booked this match in one of my drafts before, and I'm going to put a spotlight on, a spotlight on it again. I'm going to go with the guy that can have everybody's best match, Versus the other guy that can have everyone's best match. One leads, one follows, but both have the same amount of technical and stamina talent. I'm going with Brett, the Hitman Heart, versus Kurt Angle. Oh, that's beautiful. That is a beautiful match. It, it, and also, it's worth noting that is one of Brett Hart's own dream matches. He said many times if he could have one more you know, big match. He'd want it to be with either Kurt Angle or Rey Mysterio and uh, I think even AJ Styles now. But, I mean, that, yeah, Kurt and Brett is right up there where going in, you have expectations they may steal wrestling forever. <laughs> so I'm not mad at it. No. It's, de it's po quite possibly the best professional wrestling match you could have. However, I have, without a doubt, 
the all-time biggest match in wrestling history, the one that really got away, that they fucked up at WrestleMania 18, Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin to once and for all decide who the greatest WWF superstar of all time is. So that's where we're at. <sighs> Let's see. All right. Uh, Hogan versus Austin. We we all know Hogan's not going to drop to Austin. We know this. Do we? Yeah, he, he is on my card. <laughs> he it, he put over the rock, so. <laughs> it doesn't work for me, brother. No, yeah. uh, but Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. Like, yeah. I, I love Bret Hart. Like, I love I love Austin too. You know what I mean? Um, the 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 thing is, can we count on Hogan to do business in the main event of WrestleMania with Austin? I mean, I hope so. I would like to think so. I like to think so. <laughs> what what era Hogan is this? Like, is this like the the Pick one? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take WrestleMania seven Hogan because for my money. Being able to get a forty-five minute match out of the Ultimate Warrior and have it be good—that's Sergeant Slaughter. The story, seven oh yeah, sorry, so six, sorry, six. Well, seven's also a banger. Like yeah, we've talked about it a lot, absolute yeah. banger. It's as good as Hogan. I mean, Sarge is incredible in that match. But yeah, so I'm thinking WrestleMania six, where Austin's ready to put someone over any, or Hogan's ready to put someone over anyway, and he's gonna have his working boots on and make sure that uh, this match lives up to expectations. And then I'm gonna go with like. WrestleMania 14 level Austin where he's in his prime before the injuries really started to to run him down and so he's got everything going for him so I think this match would be fantastic um, because I really think Hogan's an underrated worker we talk about that a lot in the show like if you watch some of his stuff from Japan or you watch his like AWA stuff or even like I, I was watching the other day I watched the wrestling classic and it's like Hogan and Andre versus Big John Studd and King Kong Bundy. And they were planning on going short. So they just went out and just like full sprint for like four minutes, nonstop action. Andre's working. <clears throat> Even King Kong Bundy's bumping and feeding, running around. Even John Studd's got his hustling boots on. It's one of the greatest four minute matches I've ever seen in my life. So I think Hogan and Austin would be all right. It's certainly not going to be the quality of wrestling matches, Bretton. An angle, but <laughs> you can you can you can have a toss up between these two because you know you the the storyline of Canada versus USA is right there for sure. But the is it is the '97 heel Canada Brett better than the ultra babyface Brett, or is the babyface Kurt Angle better than the wrestling machine heel Kurt Angle? You know that going going into WrestleMania 21 where Kurt Angle was basically downplaying all of Shawn Michaels accomplishments on the way to their match was a great idea so i kind of want to see a rebirth of that with Brett i want to see him bring Jim Anvil in and beat the shit out of him the way he did to Marty Jannetty i want to see him you know beat uh beat classic wrestlers that uh that Brett's beat just to spite him, just to say that he does things on the does things better than Bret Hart. He's the real excellence of execution. So yeah, I think I just talked myself into it. I want to pu- I want to put nineteen ninety five Bret Hart, you know, where he's like literally carrying the company himself, and I want to put him in two thousand three 
with Kurt Angle? See, that's the answer I didn't want. And I'm <laughs> because I love that idea. And yeah. I love Cole's idea. <sighs> it has to be Bret Hart, though, man. It has to be All Bret right. Hart. It has to be Bret Hart. And the fact that I don't really trust Hogan to do business. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Cole, when, when you're a booker, you have to trust the wrestlers to do business, man. You, you got to. Oh, I, yeah. No, don't worry. I'm not hiring people that won't do business. So I'm good. This is my show. <laughs> you hired Hogan. Yeah. Nah, I think Hogan Hogan gets a bad rap for that. He did a lot of jobs. He, he did especially in his jobs. second run. Yeah, I mean he put over the Rock a bunch. He put over Brock. Well, I think he gets yeah. a bad rap for other reasons today. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> private conversations <laughs> leaked aside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right then. So that makes it four to four. So now Dave just has to use whatever qualifier he wants to pick a winner. Ron's main event today won him this this uh, this bracket today. Oh, the, oh my there we goodness. Go. Wow. There we go. And that's why we leave it up to the judge at the oh, end of the day. Oh, man. Because sometimes a main event is so good that it uh, steals the day. Well, so. that's the main event. That's the point of the, the main event. That's what's supposed yeah. to make the show. That's what's yeah. supposed to send everyone home happy. You know what I mean? The, the intro match, it, it's not... It gets the crowd hot, but it doesn't have to be anything really spectacular. Yeah, and, you know, all kidding aside, and, you know, I'll hold my gloating for the end of the show and next week probably, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I I often say, you know, much to the chagrin of others, and I, I really didn't really, I didn't adopt this idea so hard until I heard Eric Bischoff say it, of all people, but he says, you know, like a movie, the most important part is the ending. If you have a shitty ending, then the movie sucks yeah. for me. But if you have a if you have a subpar movie and the ending's magical, then I like the movie. You know, and that 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 might not work in all in all cases, but you know, I it it, it definitely wins me over in that regard. As you know, I I usually remember I usually remember what happens last. It's a great day. I just won. You did just win. I was like, what I was gonna say, yeah, Bischoff speaking from experience because he did have a pay per view that featured I think it was Hogan versus Savage in a cage. And then Sting repelled from the roof, and then everyone just beat up Sting and left. And there was no finish, and there was no end. It just kind of went off the air. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for today. Congratulations for Ronald. Oh, yes. You know, it's uh, it feels good, Cole. You know, I got to say that, you know, I, I'm on a hot streak right now. I've won the last three, I think. And, you know, I really can't say that I would be here without your guidance on making me better at these drafts. <laughs> yes. But to my own detriment, I have uh, I have uh, taught you all my tricks, and now you are a seasoned veteran. So yes, and this is coming from so th this is coming from someone who is awarded the person winning worst ideas. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but speaking of worst ideas, I'm gonna get the audience clued in on what we're doing next week, and next week is going to be the month of May. As we're recording, it's going to, uh, as this drops, it's going to be the month of May next week, and we're going to be talking all things moms, Cole. We're going to go top 10 moms in wrestling. Yes, there's a lot to talk about. Yes, there's some fun things to talk about. But, you know, we're going to put a spotlight on old mom there in the month of May, and we're going to have ourselves a nice little Mother's Day chat about 
the moms in professional wrestling. I'm excited to talk about it. Cole, you might have some research to do. I had some research to do in order to make this idea work. So when I found out it worked, I couldn't wait to talk about it. Next week on the show, top 10 moms in pro wrestling. Are we just talking about uh, the females that have children or people that were on-air moms? Okay. Whatever your criteria is. Okay, so yeah. Because I have one in mind. I certainly have one in mind that's my favorite mom in professional wrestling right now. So. And it and it's been on TV so much that it might as well be a gimmick. So Correct. you know it's yeah you know he's 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 a star as well. And we'll get there. We're foreshadowing like hell. It's gonna be a fun time. Uh, I'm still excited that I won today. Are you excited that I won today, Cole? Oh well, we're having technical difficulties for Cole. So I think he's uh, I think he's I think this is the the technical difficulty version of a hot tag. So for Cole Dawson. I am your host, Ron Kilborn, and we want to thank Dave Smith, the Tiger Man, for judging our draft today. And I just want to say, and I've never done this before, thank you. We love you. Good night. More? Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130. And follow yours truly at Ron underscore Kilborn. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.